Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Be Healed podcast. My name is Steve Hannett. I'm your host. And this is the podcast where you grow your faith as you learn about God's promises for healing. I want to encourage you to follow the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. And I want to also encourage you to download our free gift. It's a new ebook that I've written called Breakthrough. It covers seven things you can do to break out of a spiritual slump. If you want to get back on track, you want to ignite your relationship with Jesus Christ, you want to really get that breakthrough from where you are mentally, physically, emotionally, this is a great book for you. All you need to do is text the word HEALING to 94000. In the place that you would normally put the phone number, just type 94000 and then type HEALING in the message area, hit send, and it will walk you through the process for you to download this free PDF ebook. Okay, grab your notebook. We're going to get into part three of developing miracle level faith. As we discussed in our first two parts of this series in developing miracle level faith, we discovered that faith is critical. Our God is a faith God, and we access the promises by faith. To be saved, we need to believe God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 that we are saved by grace through faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 16 says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. You see, we have all the ability to get the faith we need because God's grace gives us that ability, gifts us that ability provides everything we need for God's spiritual blessings to be made realities in our lives. In part one, we spoke about the reality that there are two kinds of faith. There's a natural and there's a spiritual. The natural is created by education and experience, but the spiritual is received from God and comes from the heavenlies. It is supernatural. In part two, we discussed that we need to move from having faith that's just in our mind, mental faith or mental ascent into real spiritual heart-based faith. This is where we saw that the fallen part of a man or woman, the natural sin nature, uh, easily doubts God, but it believes in natural faith. Whereas the born again, the new spirit that God makes alive when we believe in him, that is already prepare to operate with spiritual, supernatural faith. Now, it's a reality that many people struggle with getting the kind of faith that moves mountains. We want to move from mental faith to spiritual faith. And we're going to discuss how to do that today, because just knowing that there are two kinds of faith, or knowing that we need to move from mental agreement to heart agreement, it's not enough. We need to be able to actually cultivate the kind of faith that moves mountains. The Bible says in Matthew 21, verse 21, So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. Oh, faith is important. Faith is critical. And the Bible says in Matthew, Chapter 17, verse 20. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, 
For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Oh, the Bible is teaching that we need faith. Even when Jesus Christ healed people, he frequently said, your faith has made you well. Let it be according to your faith. And I want to encourage you that every believer in Jesus can move mountains. We can operate with supernatural heart-based faith. We just need to not only know that we have to receive it, but we have to cultivate it. We have to nourish it. We have to walk according to it. I want to declare to you today that if you've been struggling with fear and doubt, you do not need to struggle with fear and doubt. You are not a slave. You are a child of God. You are an heir of his promises. And the Lord Jesus Christ, through his Holy Spirit, will help you. And I pray that this teaching today is going to help you with some basics of the beginning knowledge of how to operate according to supernatural miracle level faith. Okay, well, the very first thing that I want to speak about is this idea that we need to receive faith. It is a very common problem that we try to use the natural faith to operate with supernatural miracles. And as we said, it's problematic because natural faith is fed by natural senses. In other words, what we can see, hear, taste, touch, etc. And we can't operate with natural faith if we want supernatural miracle blessing. We need to operate with the supernatural faith, but we cannot create that kind of faith. We cannot manipulate it. We cannot create it. We cannot muster it up. We can't white knuckle it. We can't try harder to get this kind of supernatural faith. It comes from God. And the only way to begin to operate with it is actually to receive it because it is part of the beautiful grace of God. And we cannot earn grace. The very definition of grace is unearned favor, it is something we have not worked for. Now, in general, Believers, especially in the Western church, we are very focused on doing the work. But the gospel is not about the work that we do. It's about the work that Almighty God does. It's not about our ability, not about our goodness. It's about the Father's ability. It's about the Father's goodness. And so, in the same way that we cannot save ourselves, we cannot save ourselves with good deeds, with good works with charitable ideas and initiatives. No, we must receive the grace of God. Again, in Ephesians chapter 2, in verse 8, it says, For by grace we are saved through faith. It says, And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. The Bible says, that we are saved by grace. Now, we access that grace by believing God. And it says that this grace is a gift. 
this idea that it's a gift has to be revealed in our heart. We have to grab this. We have to receive this because if salvation is something that is received by God, how much more the other blessings that also operate in our life. So, for example, healing is a blessing that flows from the grace of God. We are not called and cannot earn our healing. Fasting and doing good works will not bring the blessing of healing. It is accessed by faith. It is a gift, and therefore it must be received. Now, I'm going to go over two verses that I believe are very instrumental in helping us understand that we need to receive faith. The first one is Paul's letter, the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And Ephesus was a booming city, and there were many mature believers. And that's where the Apostle Paul spent the most time developing the leaders there in that church. And Ephesus became a hub of Christianity in the first century world. Well, it says in chapter 6, verse 16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Wow. It says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Well, this verse is in the context of a selection of scripture that is known as the whole armor of God. And in verse 10, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, when the Bible is saying that we're supposed to take the shield of faith, this is actually in the context of being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not strong in ours, not strong in our power, but strong in him and in the power of his might. Listen to verse 11. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the attacks, the schemings of the devil. It says, put on whose armor? God's armor, not our armor. We're supposed to put on God's armor. This means that everything that the Apostle Paul is about to use as an illustration of armor all actually has to do with that which belongs to God and flows from God. Look, it says in verse 13, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Well, that's a strong encouragement. I mean, that's a very strong encouragement that the Apostle Paul is saying, you better take up God's armor. You better take up his whole armor because you need to be able to stand. It says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. This is very strong language that we need to take up every piece of the armor. It describes that we have to gird our waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet, it says, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then it says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. 
every one of these elements, including the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, are all God's armor. They're all things that belong to God. So we are supposed to take up God's faith. This is not resisting the enemy and overcoming sickness and disease or things that are hurting or harming or attacking us with our ability. This is not with naturalistic faith. This is not with human faith. This is the receiving of the supernatural faith that God has. That's why the Bible says in Mark chapter 11 that we are to have the faith of God because we are resisting the enemy and we are coming against sickness and disease with literally God's faith. What an encouragement this should be. If you've struggled with trying to muster up faith, it doesn't work. That's why you've been struggling with fear and doubt. But we can receive by faith the faith of God to operate in our lives. You can literally operate with God-level faith by having faith in what God is promising. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, is this second verse. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It doesn't get clearer than that. The faith that we have is authored by Jesus. Not us, not our circumstances, not the doctor, not a friend, not our mom or dad, not science, not our senses, not thoughts in our mind, not the power of positive thinking, but literally Jesus, the omniscient, omnipotent Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. And He is the Creator, the author and finisher, the beginning and the end of our faith. Our faith should flow from knowing Him, learning from Him, hearing Him, and being one with Him as we are saved and engrafted into His family. In other words, we should receive all that He is all that he gives us, and every spiritual blessing is yes and amen in him, the Bible says. So this is exciting. The first step in cultivating miracle-level faith is simply to receive it when you were saved, when you were born again, receive it and understand that you have that capacity and gift from God in heaven. Okay, let's go to number two. The second thing we want to do is not just receive supernatural faith, but we need to cultivate it. So we're going to look at another letter of the Apostle Paul when he wrote to the Romans. We're going to look at chapter 10. And look what it says in verse 14. It reads, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, this is amazing. It's awesome. I pray that you grab this. 
that to be saved, to believe in Jesus, you have to hear about him. You have to come to some awareness of him. That's why God sends preachers. That's why the Be Healed podcast exists, because the Lord put it on my heart to proclaim his healing promises that you may hear and come to believe. Hear what? Not me, but hear the word of God. When I'm preaching, when I'm teaching, I'm doing my best to reveal what God has spoken in his word. Again, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As we hear the word of God, as we meditate upon the word of God, as we receive the word of God, faith is being created in us. It's being nurtured. It's being cultivated. It is exciting to know that when you are reading the Bible, even though your natural mind, your naturalistic, natural man, that it cannot receive the things of God, and even though it may be confused, and even though you have questions, keep reading the Word of God. Because your spirit, your born-again man on the inside, that God has created when you believed in Him, that is receiving the Word of God. That is being edified. And it's only a matter of time between your spirit and your mind becoming one concerning what the Word says. So we need to be saturated in the Word. I can't tell you enough that people are saturated with symptoms, fears, doubts, doctor's sayings, friends' beliefs, but we've got to be exclusively given to the Word of God. We need to be saturated with what God says. I have personal experience many, 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 many times where my mind is flooded with fears and doubts. And it's as if I can barely control the thoughts and feelings coming to me. But I open the word of God. I begin to read. I begin to meditate. I begin to journal. I begin to pray it. I begin to fellowship with it. I begin to become one with it. And at that time, my goodness, I have felt so many times the word of God settle my mind, settle my heart. All of a sudden, my emotions become sound and good and strong. This is what it says in Philippians chapter 4. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. What a beautiful verse this is for us. We are not called to meditate on the problem. We are called to meditate upon the truth. And the truth is God's word. The letter of James in chapter 1 verse 18 says, Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Yes, the Bible is called the word of truth. In Psalm 119 in verse 160, it says, the entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Meditate, soak in, dwell, abide in God's word, and supernatural faith is going to be cultivated, and you're going to see the difference. You're going to begin to pray with a new level of faith. But this is where faith turns into the verb believing, which turns into the word action. Real faith is a verb 
because you're going to believe God and you're going to do it. If you only hear it, but you don't read it, we can't expect the fruit. We must act. We must do it. And over time, we're going to see tremendous differences in the faith level we're operating in. Well, the third and last point that I'm going to bring today about developing miracle level faith in this part three message is all about spending time with people who have cultivated faith, who are operating according to supernatural faith, who have the fruit of this kind of faith. Now, in 1 Corinthians, in chapter 15, verse 33, it says, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. You see, if you hang out with the wrong people, if you hang out with the people who have fear and doubt, the people who are operating with natural faith, you are literally just putting an obstacle in front of you because they're, they're only going to feed the very thing you're trying to starve. In other words, they're going to try to nurture the naturalistic fear-based faith or the experiential faith. You're going after a miracle. You need to be around people who believe with you, who stand with you, who have the same mind as you. In other words, other people who are called believers. And how I encourage you right now that you need to be in a church, you need to be in a place and underneath a mantle of teaching that this kind of faith is seen and heard. I just had a meeting with a couple of dear people who shared with me that they have never, in decades of being Christians, never seen a miracle. Oh, I believe that that is probably more common than not that we have been in church for years and never saw a miracle. Well, that's not impossible to receive a miracle. Of course, we can believe God anytime. But boy, wouldn't it be wonderful if we were seeing miracles all the time? Our faith would be assisted, wouldn't it? It would be encouraged, wouldn't it? It would be fed, wouldn't it? We, we would be encouraged every Sunday going to church and saying, wow, I've seen God faithful to his word again. I'm seeing faith in action. Now, this is not just about healing. This is about everything. But when you are around people who believe God with supernatural God level received faith, you're going to be operating in it. You're going to be encouraged to live by it. You're going to be maturing. So that's why birds of a feather, as they say, flock together. Get in a church that believes in healing. Get in a church that believes uh, in the word of God. Get in a church that dares to believe that the word of God is true. Now, we've heard some, from people before who have written us and have called us and said, Pastor, I can't find a church like that. Well, keep looking, keep praying. But I will tell you, that's why every house is here and the Be Healed podcast is here and we'll agree with you and keep studying, keep learning, keep listening to different episodes because we share these kinds of miracles. In addition, please, if you have not gone to our YouTube channel, you can watch previous episodes of the TV program called The Miraculous Life. I'm the host of that program, and we have guests sharing many different kinds of testimonies so your faith can be encouraged. Well, I pray that this has been a blessing to you, that you receive supernatural faith. You cultivate supernatural faith by the reading and meditating and receiving of God's word. And you spend time in fellowship with other believers, endeavoring and operating with this kind of faith. 
Well, praise God. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you. Lord, I pray God for every listener right now that they will operate with a miracle level faith. Lord, that we will no longer be held by natural faith, but God, that we will receive supernatural faith. Father, my prayer is for a breakthrough for them. Lord, you see the fears, you see the hurts, you see the anxiety. Father, I pray, Lord, when they open the Bible, that, Lord, your Holy Spirit is going to so touch them. God, that they will be filled with your peace, filled with your knowledge, filled with your faith. And, Lord God, that your faith will operate in their lives. Lord, that there will be breakthrough. Lord, I pray for healing to break out. I pray you be healed in the name of Jesus. I pray that by faith, that nothing will hold you back. Lord, I pray for your glory, that the Father be glorified in the Son. I ask, Lord, that you heal those listening right now. Lord, touch their body. Lord, touch their mind right now. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise God. God bless you. We look forward to bringing you another teaching on the Be Healed podcast. Share this with a friend. Make sure you download the new ebook called Breakthrough. Just text the word healing to 94,000. This is Pastor Steve of the Be Healed podcast, and we will talk to you next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.